Welcome to Thought Jar, a podcast run by high schoolers where guests share their unique perspectives on arts, education, society, and more. I'm Sally, and I'll be your host for this episode. Today, we have three more very special guests. Today, we have Lada, Esther, and Samuel. Can we all say hi? Hello! <laughs> That's great. Okay, so Lada and Esther are both ninth grade high schoolers, and Samuel's in 12th grade already. They have tried taking online classes, they've tried school platforms, or using free resources like Khan and YouTube, that sort of things. And yes, nowadays we are living in a special time where more and more people have to face the challenges of online learning. With the pandemic and all that sort of stuff, and also online learning resources are increasing day to day with things like Quizlet, Khan, Crash Course, Coursera. There is just a lot of resources online for people to use. And our guests here have tried learning online for a couple of years now, and they tried all sorts of things. So we're just going to ch chat about the overall experience. Do you guys like online learning or not? The pros and cons, and yeah, more things as well. We can start with kind of describing what you guys have been doing online. Actually, um, what was your first time using online learning, and uh, when was that? Um, I first started online learning through a reading program. I think in grade five. I can't exactly remember the name of that program. But I think what we did was pretty much just read um, articles and uh, readers for young children and answer questions on there. And throughout the years, I have taken classes um, on English, on math, and uh, on a lot of subjects, and also electives like photography. So uh, I first started also in grade five, and I took an online English course where we learned to write essays and some grammar. Mm. Well, um, my first time using the online online learning was in fifth grade, taking an English class called WF Five, mm -hmm. and also a history course in Veritas. Yeah. So you guys started pretty early on, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, do you guys like use some special platforms or websites to learn things? Yeah, I, I did use Khan Academy a lot. I use it for math, I use it for physics, for chemistry, oh. and also for SAT, for a lot of different subjects. And mm -hmm. I think Khan Academy is, has been really helpful to, uh, for me. Mm -hmm. And that, I think, is one of the platforms that I have used most often, I would say. So you like do watch the videos and do the exercises. Yes. Okay. Yes. They have really good contents and they have exercises up there too, which is very helpful for me. I've been using Kahan Academy for math for a couple of years and then using Quizlet for memorizing some English vocabularies mm -hmm. and yeah, Veritas, as I mentioned before, learning history. Mm -hmm. And BJU, Abaka for reading and doing those stuff. And now I'm taking most courses with another English school. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have uh, learned with Kohan Academy for math exercises, and um, I have also used Quizlet for some science um, exercises last year, and also Veritas, as Esther also mentioned, for history, and YouTube for some extra help on some topics that I wasn't really strong in before. Right, nice. right. So yeah, YouTube. So do you guys like watch like people who do channels on a sort of subject like that? 
Um, or... I usually just uh-huh. search like um, depending on the topic. Ah, I just search okay. that science topic and like mm. I usually search for science because I'm not that strong in that. So and then watch the videos that pop up. I see. Okay. Yeah. Then YouTube is a great help when it comes to specific topics as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I would agree. I well, f- for my classes for AP World History last year, I basically had to pretty much rely entirely on a YouTube, uh, on a YouTuber and his videos, and mm-hmm. to review. And that has been very, very helpful. I, I, I probably would have scored a lot lower on the test <laughs> if, if, if it wasn't for him. So, um, uh, YouTube does have a lot of other a, a lot of um, additional resources to use videos YouTubers and they also have exercises and worksheets for you which yeah it's very helpful for me and definitely check it out if um, if you need resources for something mm-hmm. yeah um, online learning I guess for our generation it doesn't seem like a big deal since we're always using computer and phone but right. for some people they're hardcore paper pencil people right and uh, it just feels like using the computer might be less effective for learning we're going to be starting to talk more about whether online learning is effective at all and um i guess one question is would you guys find it hard or easy to maybe connect to people make friends so um, I think it's probably for me it's harder actually to make friends because they might be on the other end of the earth and they are <laughs> just talking to you just through chatting like in mm-hmm. hangouts or, so, or WeChat and mm-hmm. so you could, might not even actually truly know what they're like like mm-hmm. unless you meet them and that might not happen if they're living like a long long way away. Yeah, that's true. I guess the good thing about that is you get the opportunity to talk to people at the other side, other side of the globe, mm, yes, right? Yes, but yes. whether you can actually get to know them really well is truly a challenge. Yeah, yeah I I would agree. I think it's it is more difficult for me to make friends online because um, I don't have that much exposure to them. I we just at most just hear each other's voice. We don't know. Um, much about each other and we maybe we just chat a little bit in class and we did not do um, any do much together not like we could meet face to face so for me who is an introvert and who um, um, takes a lot of you know effort for me to get to know people this is um, not the best way for me to make friends like um, I do know people from online classes from all over the world but I don't know them very well, and um, yeah, so I don't really have much close close friends that I made through online learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's hard to make friends online because like you can't actually see them or meet them in person, or you can't tell how they're thinking or how they're feeling in real life. Mm-hmm. One thing I like about what you mentioned there is just you don't really know what the other person is thinking and that that's one of those things that you encounter while you're chatting online where well some people use emojis and you kind of know what they're talking about (laughs) but other times you don't really know what they're saying and yeah that's one thing about talking online you need some skills to do that properly as well Um, do you guys like join things like forums or such where you can connect with your friends you guys like share your emails or i've heard like some people use google hangout and that sort of things do you guys have experience with that yeah we do we Mm -hmm. have some class page um group chats where Mm -hmm. we can discuss about some assignments or Mm -hmm. labs 
-hmm. or any questions that we don't understand. So if we can reach out to teachers, we can just ask in the group chat. Ah, so it's more about helping each other to study instead right. of like making friends. Yeah. Ah, I see, I see. Okay, so um, I've actually only contacted with classmates only because Esther suggested me to mm -hmm. actually go on Google Hangouts and join the group mm -hmm. chat for uh, a particular class. Mm -hmm. And so I did, and actually it was quite fun. We, we, yeah, we chatted about homework and not only homework, about a lot of other stuff too. And yeah, and even I think we once, actually not once, more than once did uh, Zoom calls to see those classmates oh, wow. in that particular wow. class. Algebra. Yeah. Yeah, it was algebra, algebra class, and yeah, we, we, we get, we got to see some of our classmates. Mm -hmm. That that's really cool. I never thought people would go that far. <laughs> I have never tried to Google Hangout in my life. <laughs> Nor have I. I mainly, yeah, I've never tried Google Hangout. Although although people have invited me to uh, use Google Hangout, but pretty much, um, I'm pretty independent with my studies, and if anything just comes up, I could. I would usually email the teacher, mm. and as I already have a group of, group of friends where I can, whom I can meet with real life, I don't want to invest too much of my energy on people whom I might never meet. Mm, that's true. Yeah, and actually, um, for for asking teachers questions, um, like sometimes I don't know, but for me, if the teacher's right there in front of me, I will find it easier to go over and talk to them. But if they're on online and I sometimes just turn to my friends instead, I won't be emailing the teacher. It just takes so long to write those things. Yeah. Do you guys feel like it's easy to reach out to the teacher? Do you do that a lot? No, it's definitely much harder because the teacher sometimes won't reply to your email. Oh, yeah. If they're, um, may it might be morning for you, but night for them if they're yeah. in a different time zone mm -hmm. and so uh, if you write it at your morning it might be their night and they might not see the message until the, their morning mm -hmm. and when they do see it they might forget or maybe it will be lost among other emails from other students and so they might not actually reply to you and mm -hmm. yeah it's much harder yeah that's true the fact that yeah. they might not reply and not reply that fast just yeah. makes you not want to e even email them in yes. the first place yeah I, I do agree but that emailing uh, that contacting teacher through email may be um, more difficult than contacting them in real life. But however, um, for me, as I said before, I'm I'm quite independent in my studies, and if even in real life classes, I do not go to the teacher a lot. Mm -hmm. So that has not been a really big problem for me. Like I do email my teacher sometimes, and. At least so far, most of my experience with emailing teachers have been pretty good. Mm, mm, yeah, sometimes if you are more independent in your studies, I guess it doesn't affect it too much. And of course, maybe if you usually do go to the teacher a lot, this type of studying will force you to think more before you ask questions. That can be good, that can be bad, it depends on how you react to that. And uh, do you guys, uh, when you take online classes, will you guys take online textbooks or is it mainly like paper copies? Yeah, mainly online textbooks, uh, but okay. I usually just print out the PDF version mm. of those textbooks because my eyes hurt a lot when uh -huh. I'm reading the text, so it's better for me to read a physical book ah, version. Yeah, okay, that's true. For, for your sake, for the sake of eyes. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah, agree. That's true. Yes. yes. 
Okay, so um, I actually mostly use the e-text that the, the course provides because, mm -hmm. well, I just I'm a bit lazy to print out every mm -hmm. single mm -hmm. chapter of the book, mm -hmm. and I kind of lazy to get the books too because they sometimes have to be shipped from America or something, and I don't want to wait and maybe spend like a couple hundred dollars on the book. Yeah. So I usually use the e-text, and uh, but I do make notes mm -hmm. for that e-text, and I make quite um, quite. Uh, Detailed. Yeah, quite detailed notes for the the, the chapter, the different chapters. So um, I sometimes just refer to the notes if I want to mm. remind myself of something, and not to the e-text. That's true. That's true. You condense it out and take out because you don't have to look at it again. Yeah, right? yeah. It takes a lot of time to load too, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, yeah. Um, I pretty I'm pretty much where Lara is. I use mostly online text because I'm, you know, I I'd have to have. Um, hard copies shipped from the U.S., uh, mm -hmm. which can be quite difficult. Mm -hmm. But I do agree with Esther that um, having um, a paper copy does help a lot with your eye, mm -hmm. um, especially for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's something I would probably try to do. Yeah. Do you guys have the habit of writing all over your textbook, like annotating and highlighting? Do you guys have that habit? Not really. Not really. Okay. Well, I did some before when I yeah. when I was using physical books, uh -huh. but I kind of got used to not doing it since mm -hmm. I'm using only e-text now. Mm -hmm. I think it's different for me for different courses. Like for example, for science courses, I don't I do not do that because mm -hmm. um, I, uh, I pretty much just memorize and know all the contents mm -hmm. of the textbook and that would be enough for the test. But for uh, classes like English or literature, I do need to annotate to um, better understand the books and to better um, uh, formulate my own thoughts about the book to share them in class. I guess ultimately it's okay to use e-text. Um, maybe if you have to annotate over, you just print the few pages you need, yeah, and then overall you just use your notes. So, guess it's not that big of a deal. But if it's straining your eyes, you should think about <laughs> maybe yes. resting, resting for once over twenty minutes. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like three. For 45 minutes of studying, you need to rest for 5 minutes. Ah, that's yeah. cool, that's true. Stand up and stretch, look out the window. Green yeah. <laughs> trees. Yeah, that's true. Look at the sky and the clouds. Yeah, yeah we've touched on a couple of things already. Our friends, teachers, textbooks, learning like that. Um, and uh, yeah, so one big question down here is just, can we sort of like chat about the good sides of online learning and the bad sides and like when should you do online learning and when should you really say no to it? Well, online studies are more convenient and more flexible. Like you can actually choose the time of your classes that you enroll because there are different times of classes for you. So it's pretty flexible. Mm -hmm. And um, online classes also offer more individual attention oh. probably you have to have self-discipline mm -hmm. yeah and mm -hmm. do your work more efficiently so it's less like a teacher always staring at you right like you have to do your work and then do you think online learning helps you to grow in the skill of planning and yeah definitely mm -hmm. to what Esther said I would like to add that uh, online courses and, cla and classes uh, are very organized they might be more organized than in real life classes and also you won't be as easily distracted by your classmates if you are using online sources to study. 
I like what you said about it being organized. A lot of times when you the, these providers want to get you to enroll, they will like write the curriculum out very clearly, right? Yes, yes. But sometimes when you're meeting some teachers and realizing, like, oh, we're gonna like this and that, but you don't really know what you're yeah. gonna spend your time doing. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do agree with what Esther and Lana said, but there is uh, one more point that I, that I would add, and I think it's the greatest trend of online learning. I think online learning has a way of uh, bringing to you the best of the best teachers, the best resources of the entire world. Mm-hmm. Like for example, online learning breaks the geographical barriers that people have. For example, I'm in China, and if I need to um, take online AP courses, uh, I need to take uh, really high level AP courses. Then um, AP instructors might not be available to me in China. But online learning allows me to take these courses from from one of the best from some of the best um, instructors in the world in the U.S. So that really gives me the opportunity to take these classes and to have a really good teacher. And I think this advantage can be applicable in several fields. For example, if you want to learn a language and you and you don't have a um, for example, a French tutor in your in your area, mm-hmm. then maybe you could make use of online courses and to and to have a instructor from France to just to teach you French. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Nowadays, you can learn anything you want <laughs> if yes. you just know where to look at it. And honestly, it isn't worth it to just stick to face to face learning where you can get so much out of online learning as well. Right. So you guys mentioned quite a lot of upsides, actually. Oh, I don't remember hearing the downsides. Okay, so some of the downsides that I think um, are affecting me are is that it's very tiring for your eyes to stare at the mm. screen mm. for long times. Mm. Also, uh, you might get also very frustrated if some e-text or website won't load. Uh, it, it might be because of your bad internet connection or something else, and it's just so annoying and frustrating. Mm. Um, also, I think, yeah, as, as we talked about before, it's much harder to make friends and communicate with your teacher. Yeah, I do agree. I, I can't remember how many times I've, you know, encountered tech problem with uh, attending classes or a tech problem in loading the textbook and become so frustrated. I definitely can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And another thing that uh, might be a disadvantage for online learning for me is that I find it more difficult and more strenuous for me to focus in class. Like mm-hmm. for example, um, the classes that I'm taking, I was just I would just sit before a computer, just listen to what the teacher has to say. The teacher can't see me, I can't see the teacher, and I just have to you know type into the chat box to some of the answers that a teacher asks, and um, it requires quite a degree of self discipline to not um, to not just to try to focus and not do other things while while I'm taking the class and for me to focus I do need a quite uh, for me to focus I do need self-discipline and that I think it's more tiring to and to a real life class where the teacher is sitting right in front of me and I do really have to focus (laughs) and you know everyone's around me I can hear him I can see him I can see you know how his hand is waving when he he talks (laughs) and it's just um I feel like a more immersive experience do make it less tiring for me to focus. Another few disadvantage about online classes is that it requires more time in class uh-huh. because in person classes they just have around 
fifty minutes. Ah. But if it's in other online schools, then probably it takes for ninety minutes for you to concentrate in class,、mm-hmm. and it definitely make it easier to procrastinating also.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also requires a good manage. Skills. Yeah, that's、Absolutely. true. That's true.、Mm-hmm. I guess a lot of times they want to make it more flexible for you, right? So、yeah. it's just one class per week.、Mm-hmm. Well, you have class once a week, like half a week. You don't want to think about it. <laughs> and yeah, that's completely yeah. true. And a one hour thirty minutes class, just thirty more minutes makes it so much more tiring somehow. And it's also hard to reach out teacher immediately. That's true. Yeah, I've heard like people say there are visual learners. Auditory learners, auditory learners. I think some people like learning this way. Other people like learning that way. Some people do things differently for each subject. And、uh, maybe we can talk a little bit more about what kind of learning works for you guys and why do you think that is. I think I'm more of an auditory learner. Like I, I mean, I、um, a lecture may do me more help than maybe an hour or two hours of reading. I find that. Um, having a teacher in front of me to explain the important concept, even if he does not go into the details, does clears up a lot of a lot of things just in my mind, and just you know,、uh, helps me to organize in a, and to organize information in a way that I can remember and I can under- understand and that I can really use.、Um, whereas、um, reading textbooks、um, would be would be more difficult for me to focus and more difficult for me to just. Uh, put all these pick all these details, all these, just all these details into a mind map that I can really remember. So I think、um, having lectures and discussions do help me a lot.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes I guess when you're listening to a lecture, you really catch the emphasis the teacher places on different points. Whereas yeah, exactly. Whereas when you read the textbook, you just go over that sentence and you forget about it. While the teacher may drum it into your head and say it very loud three times like that, and you really remember it. So that's definitely a difference there. What do you guys think? So actually, I am more a visual person. I think、mm-hmm. because I I like actually having. So like visual texts that I can read and make notes on, which、uh-huh. might help me study in the future and memorize concepts. I also like making mind maps to help me、um, get the idea, the main core idea, so that I can also get into the details later.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm actually kind of opposite from Samuel.、Mm-hmm. I think I'm more of a visual person、mm-hmm. because I like to use those、um, images or maps. Mm. And some graphic to um to communicate the thoughts and the ideas. I usually, when I have time, like after homework or tired a tiring day, I will go to art museums and natural history museums to appreciate those artworks and photography, take pictures.、Mm. Do you don't do you draw a lot? No, I don't. Oh, so you're. I'm bad at drawing. You're more like a photography person, where you、right. use bef- the camera to find it. <laughs> yes.、Thing. So you feel like you also learn from these、uh, artworks, or like it's more about appreciating,、mm-hmm. finding inspiration. Would you、yeah. say that?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's true. Would you?、Um, Samuel said he likes to learn his own pretty much. And、um, do you guys like 
join or actively get people to study with you. I have had friends who are like, oh, let's go memorize this together. And it takes forever with them. Honestly, I can finish it like in half the time. Yeah, I prefer to work on my own because mm. group setting usually gets easily to get distracted. Uh -huh. I think if I study by my own, then it can be more efficient. Yeah, so I also like to study on my own because uh, just having someone near you just makes you more likely to just start talking with him or her and um, just playing or something and mm. not focusing on the work and as you said it might take twice the time mm. that you could you would usually take on your own. Yeah, I would agree. I would say that if I do have some serious work that I need to get done, for example, I need to write an essay mm. or if I have uh, for example like 50 pages of reading to do, then I would do it on my own. But um, for other cases like um, if, if we're doing math, for example, or if we're memorizing um, terms for biology, for example, then I would probably do it with friends because it's, um, it's um, more relaxing for me to do it that way and it's more fun. And yeah, it, it does help build relationships staying together with other people. I guess it helps for those kind of um, assignments that are low-stakes assignments where you can not spend too much time with other people, but at the same time, you're helping each other, especially, yes, for memorizing things, like yeah. to just pull those around. <laughs> Sometimes, like, you have to do it yourself, you just don't want to touch the flashcards, <laughs> you just don't want to touch it, that's true. Yeah, and when you're doing labs, you guys can do it together so that you can uh, yes, minimize yes. the time. Good point, good point, yeah. yeah. Would you guys actively go out there to hunt for places where you like to study, or do you just sit home and decrease the commute time. What do you guys usually do? I like to stay in the cafe. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cause what about the environment that makes you like it? The music, ah, okay. the oh. atmosphere, oh. Oh. Mm -hmm. and like can order the cup of coffee <laughs> or drinks and then just sit in there and uh, do your own stuff. Uh, so I actually find that I like to study mostly uh, like self-study at school because of the environment is actually very quiet and I'm really used to studying there so it's more easy for me to focus there mm. while studying in like a cafe for me would be a bit more distracting because I would just want to like maybe buy a snack or something <laughs> or a drink and then just enjoy it and like maybe watch something on my phone while I drink or eat something. Yeah, I do agree with Esther and Lada um, about sitting at, at cafes and studying in the classroom but I think um, I would study in both places and a few other places depending on, on what I need to work on. For example, a cafe might be, for me at least, a perfect place to um, write essays or if, for example, I need, uh, I need inspiration for a, um, for a narrative that I'm writing, then I would mm. go to a cafe. Mm. For example, then if I need to get some serious work done, for example, that I, if I need to take a practice test, then I might um, stay at home or do it in a classroom where the atmosphere is slightly more tense and more easily and more easy to focus. Mm, that's true. Do you guys usually feel like the commute time is worth it if you have to travel somewhere where learning potentially might be easier or better for you guys? Will you be willing to spend the time to take the metro for 30 minutes to just get to a little cafe or that sort of thing? Yeah, actually I, I, I just had a experience with that uh, just a few days ago. Um, I feel like 
for me at least, commute times help me relax from my studies. It mm. provides um, that uh, brief space of time where I could think about things and just not worry too much about studies. So a few days ago, I spent uh, two days at home doing my, my own work. I was very focused. Mm. I was um, doing a switching very quickly from one subject after mm. I finished to another subject. And at the end of the day, I was very tired, <laughs> having taken a, not a, a lot of break except, except for, um, for example, lunch and if I, if, uh, or if I'm taking a nap. And I do find that if I go to a place regularly, um, some distance from my house, that uh, that transit time actually helped me to relax and help me um, to recover from my fatigue and help me to um, uh, raise my productivity. Mm, that's true. Well, traveling time for me usually I feel like it's a bit wasteful when mm -hmm. I could actually spend that time on work. Mm -hmm. So I would actually rather just um, just don't spend that much time on traveling and going somewhere and, and instead just sit down do all of my work and then go do other stuff that i want to do ah uh, yes yes all right that was a pretty nice discussion we touched on a lot of things today uh, whether it be about what you guys have actually tried in terms of online learning and uh, if it's more effective and all that sort of stuff Thanks for doing this, you guys. I'm so happy you were able to talk a lot. I think I learned a lot about you guys as well. Thanks, Sally. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sally. And we can say thank you to our guests, okay? Thank you. Thank, thank, you, for thank you for listening. <laughs>